Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. your hands together and give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Oh, you can do better than that. And thanksgiving unto God. Hallelujah. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. You're welcome to Liberty Center of the Lord's Garden Ministries. And it's a good day. Amen. We say today is a good day. The first Sunday in the year 2021. And I want to say a very big welcome to every one of you. A uh, special welcome goes this morning to those of you who are worshipping with us. Amen. Afishapo. Kwa Afishapo. Minstrels Afishapa. Yemawina Afishapa. Oh, church. Maybe I should sit down. Afishapo. Those here. God bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Those here, God bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Those over there, I don't know what is happening. And those in the middle there, I don't know. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering this morning. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Oh, God has been so gracious to us. I'm excited to be alive today. Amen. Oh, yeah, I am. I don't know about you. 2020 was a, a one kind of journey, you know, we, we went through. I was telling God, I said, God, what did me think? And that is our testimony. We went through, but the Lord was our stay. Hallelujah. 
Amen. We went through valleys. We went through waters. We were sucked in down, but God lifted us up. God upheld us, amen, by his victorious right hand of righteousness. And for this, we say thank you, Jesus. Can I hear a thank you, Jesus, this morning? Can somebody shout a big thank you, Jesus? Somebody shout a bigger thank you, Jesus. I mean, make it louder and clearer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And so it's a good time. We are thankful to God. Amen. That none of his promises failed. Amen. This morning, I bring to you a word. It's a long message, but I'm going to cut it very short. Amen. I'll try. I will do. This is 2021. Everything has to be short. Amen. This morning, the word of God in my spirit is about wisdom. I sat down and prayed through, you know, the whole of last week. Lord, what would you want to tell us? And what came to my spirit was wisdom. Wisdom. And so this one, I'm preaching a message I've just titled Wisdom. That's it. Because it will enter into different areas. And I pray God that we may all receive our portion in it and run with it. I prayed God in the early hours of this morning that God, don't let this be just another message your people hear. But let it be that key in their hand for the year. That's what I prayed. And I pray it be so for you and your house. Amen. The book of Proverbs, which is a book I recommend for the reading of every young person, in fact, and everyone, everyone at least four or five times in your lifetime, you should go through the whole book of Proverbs. And I recommend it to you. Maybe you can start from tonight. Amen. But the book of Proverbs, um, which is largely credited to King Solomon, even though there were two other writers, it's a book of uh, instruction. It's a book of knowledge. Amen. In life, we need instruction. When you even go to the shop and you buy um, a gadget, be it a television, it comes with instructions. It comes with manual. And those who are very, um, you know, with it will first of all read the instruction before they start putting the appliance together. Those who think they know will put the appliance together. When they, they, they are not able to, then they go back to the instruction. But whatever it is, the instruction will help you put whatever it is together better, quicker, and it will be more effective. Now, God is the greatest manufacturer. On, I mean, he's the greatest manufacturer. If you look around you, look around the world, you look at even the flowers and the ecosystem, everything, you said this is the, 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 the work of a master craftsman. You know, and everything that he has made works Together, it, it work in sync. The only time we have problems is when men interfere, and by our overknowings and two knowns, we, we spoil things. But as God made all things, everything works together in sync, and there's a perfection to, to creation. And like the good manufacturer that he is, he gave us instruction. He's given us instruction. And by that instruction, we cannot and will not fail, but the problem is that we do not follow the instruction. We don't follow the instruction. And so the Lord says in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And because they have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you. And you will no longer be priests to me, seeing you have forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget your children. Without instruction, God says that people are destroyed. Without knowledge, we shall be destroyed. 
Now, this is a new year we have entered into. Um, the things of last year, things that happened last year, and our situations as at last year, which is just a few hours or a day or so ago, are still in existence. In reality, really. In reality, everything that was last year is still in existence. The crossover hasn't changed how you behave. Hasn't changed how you think. You are still the same person. But the good thing about the change from one year to the other mentally is that we have a note that something has happened. We have moved from one year to the other. And the change will come to us, will become manifest in our lives as we allow it to. Note that. A new year doesn't spell new things until you decide to change things. Then it becomes new. But if we are to live the way we lived last year, think the way we thought last year, do as we did last year, you will get the result you got last year. Amen. So in effect, it is the decisions that we make and our choices that are going to determine the happenings and the outcomes of this year. God has a plan for this year. His plan is set. Bible says, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. But then we have the ability, strangely, to make the plan of God of non-effect. And sometimes even not allow the word of God to come through or to pass as it ought to. This year, we'll end with three situations for three categories of people. One, those whose situations in life will get worse by the end of this year. There are some people, a category of people, their situations in life will be worse than they have begun it today. Number two, there are those who will see no change, no improvement, no growth. They'll be the same by this time next year. Despite every prophecy, despite every resolution, come the first Sunday of next year, be same. Then the third group are those who will be better, grow, achieve much, and be satisfied with what has happened in their lives a year by now. That is the, the truth. Hard to hear, but that's what I heard in my spirit, and I speak the same thing to you. You see, these three different choices are for anyone speaking. You can choose any of the three. It's your choice, and it's an individual choice. Nobody can make that choice for you. You are the deciding factor, whether you're going to be that person whose situation in life, whose life will be worse by the end of the year, or the one who will be the same, see no change, still frustrated, still doing the same thing by the same method by this time next year, or the one who will see serious change, be satisfied in life, in every area of your life by this time next year. I say any of us has the choice. It's yours for the picking. It's a matter of choice. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, Moses, in speaking to Israel, said in his way, he spoke a lot, it was a long speech, but he, where I want to get to is a verse 19 of the chapter 30. He said, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I've set before you life and death. I've set before you life and death, choices, blessing and cursing. 
Therefore, choose life that both you and your seed might live. He says, I've said before you life and death, blessing and curse. But I want to encourage you. I, I adjure you to choose life so that you and your seed, your descendants may live. I, I implore you to choose blessing so that you may live. You see, your ability to choose, your ability to choose, the power of choice, is a greater asset that you have. The greatest asset you have is not your money. It's nothing but your ability to choose. It's a great asset. The greatest asset that you have in life. At the same time, this is why I heard the Spirit of God. Every time I heard it, it's the greatest danger in your heart and in your hands. The greatest danger in your hands and in your heart is your ability to choose. But God made us free will beings with the ability of choice. But he gives us blessing, cursing, life, death. And he says choose. But he instructs us to choose life. But at the end of it, oh, the choice lies with you. With you and nobody else but you. Choices in life either make us or destroy us. Every choice you make from the minute you wake up, your eyes are open. You have a choice. Do I step out of bed? Do I spend the rest of the day in bed? Do I take a shower? Do I decide not to take a shower for the next one week? It's a choice. But whatever choice you make, it will bring a corresponding result. There's nothing that you do or you do not do that will not bring a result. And that is why it's so important that our choices in life must be weighed carefully. Because your choice in whatever, be in your marriage, your um, choice of friends, what you eat, what you don't eat, everything will either make you or make you. Make you or break you. Amen. And so our choice, our ability to choose in life, as I said, is a great asset. Because if you choose the right and you choose that which will be good, it will be so well with you. I mean, it will be amazing. So it's a great asset. You have the ability to choose. But if you also decide to choose that which won't be good for you because you want it, because there are many things that we want. Bible says all things in life are lawful, but not everything's expedient. And so your choice can either make you or break you. This is the first Sunday in the month of January, the first month of the year. We have more than 360-something days of choices. Hours of choices. Minutes of choices. Many, you will make many choices in this year, 2021. The only guiding thing the Spirit of God ministers to my spirit to speak to you about is the power of wisdom. You see, God is the power of wisdom that will enable you to make right choices that it may be well with you. Praise the Lord. I didn't hear you clap. <laughs> this one didn't come to excite you. I came to bring you instruction. Amen. I came to bring you instruction. I'm a shepherd. I came to bring you instruction. My heart's desire is that my people will flourish. My heart's desire is that it be well with you. Because when you are in pain, I'm in pain. When you cry, I cry. When you are in trouble, I feel in trouble. 
when anything bad happens to any of you, I feel very convicted in my mind. Sometimes it's not even funny. That day I couldn't sleep. My husband said, sleep. I said, I can't sleep. He said, why? I told him, he said, listen, everybody knows that church members don't listen to pastors. Each church members listen to pastors. Ask him, he said to me, that's how I'm about, we are right. Let me roll it, let me die. It can't get that bad for me. Are you understanding me? And so, I speak to you as a pastor. I speak to you as a shepherd. I speak to you as a mother. I want it to be well with you. And I know that God has ordained it to be well with you. God didn't save you to destroy you. God hasn't saved you for it not. God saved you. And the word salvation is a deliverance for it to be well with you. So everything that is needed, everything that you need in life for for good life, for godliness, God has already established for you. The problem is our choices. Our choices. That's why we have the problem. Amen. But I pray that this one is what will carry you the year. Amen. Because wisdom is needed. And even more than ever before, our world is such that we need wisdom more than ever before. Don't give your child money and think you've done all. Give your child wisdom. Pray for wisdom for your children. Wisdom is a paramount thing. Amen. Wisdom is needed. A mom often says that, wisdom. The other part that she puts it, and you're fine. Through all the openings, wisdom must enter into you. Because you can give a child billions, but they will destroy it because of lack of wisdom. You see it every day. You can get to the pinnacle of your career. One lack of wisdom can bring you down. Seeing great men and women fall from grace to undergrass, not even grass, because of a poor choice. Wisdom is application of knowledge. What to do with what you have, what not to do with it, or what not to do with what you have or don't have. Application of knowledge. I want to read from the book of Proverbs. I'll read a few scriptures from Proverbs. Please put it on Proverbs 3, 13 to 24. Bible says, a happy is a man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise is, of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. The price of wisdom is more expensive, or is more expensive than silver, and the gain that you get from wisdom is more than fine gold. So she, and um, wisdom is personified as she, she is more precious than rubies. And all the things that you can desire are not to be compared to wisdom. Length of days is in the hand of wisdom, and in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. Path of wisdom is peace. She is a tree of life to them that hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. When you retain wisdom, say you are happy. The Lord, say even the Lord by wisdom has founded the earth. By understanding has he established the heavens. The Lord himself founded the world by wisdom. That's why I said that if you look at everything, you can see this. A master planner 
the architects among you, you know, when you, you draw a plan, you want, ah, how do they think about this? The artists, the designers, beautiful. That is God. By wisdom, he founded the world, and by understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. He said, my son, let not them depart from your eyes. Don't let wisdom depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, so they be life unto thy soul and grace to your neck. Then shall you walk in thy way safely, and your feet shall not stumble. If you walk in the way of wisdom, you'll be safe. Your feet in life will not stumble. And when you lie down to sleep, you will not be afraid. Yes, when you lie down, your sleep shall be sweet. Nothing compares to wisdom. When you make wisdom choices in life, this is what Solomon is saying, that the wisdom, that, or the wisdom choices you make will give you life, will give you peace, will give you happiness, will, will give you progress, will give you riches and honor. And so you must also understand that the lack of it will give you the opposite. Okay? So by the wisdom, that the mind of God, he founded the world and everything. And everything in this world works, if let alone by man, because of this mastermind of wisdom that put all things together. And that same wisdom, he says, establishes things, keeps things together. And so that means that you must get wisdom to bring things to pass, and also you must use that same wisdom to keep it. It's by wisdom that you keep your home. By wisdom, you keep your life. By wisdom, you keep your marriage. By wisdom, you keep your business. By wisdom. In these days, oh, God bless you, Sister Pell. Amen. Clap. You see, when, when these days, you know, we do a lot of um, online shopping. And I like when I say online shopping, you know, internet, um, what do you call it, Instagram shopping. You call somebody or you text somebody, and some of them, beautiful response. Oh, ma'am. Oh, it will be with you in 30 minutes. Thank you for your custom. Thank you for your business. Some, some say, what? What? I mean, how many of you have? You won't even call them again. You won't even text them. You won't even buy again. Some are using wisdom. And by wisdom, they are making it. Others too lack of wisdom. So they are not getting any cast. See, wisdom builds. And wisdom keeps. It's not enough having the key is keeping. How do you keep that which you have gotten? That which God has given to you by wisdom. Proverbs 14, 1 says, every wise woman builds a house. I want to use every wise person builds their house, their lives. But the foolish block it down with their hands. Wisdom, Bible says, according to Proverbs 4, is the principal thing, the, the most important thing of life. It said, therefore, get wisdom. And with all you're getting, get understanding. Because you can get everything and lose everything if you don't apply wisdom or if you don't have, have wisdom. So when you exalt wisdom, wisdom will promote you. I hope you are, you are bringing it on. Proverbs 4, 7 to 30, I'm working down. And, so, and wisdom will bring you honor when you embrace wisdom. And she will give to your head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to you. He said, hear, O my son, and receive my saying. And the days of your life shall be many. Long life comes by wisdom. So I've taught you the way of wisdom. I've led you in right paths. When you go, your steps shall not be straightened. And when you run, you will not stumble. So take fast hold on instruction on wisdom. 
Don't let her go. Keep her. For she is thy life. Whatever we need in this year 2021 cannot be compared to wisdom. And wisdom is the proper and right application of knowledge. And it will bring us establishment. It will bring us direction. It will help you. So that by the end of this year, when you stand in the second, the first Sunday of next year, you'll be among those who experience growth. Amen. Those who have achieved much, those who have moved forward. Hallelujah. And your life will be satisfied. Because you build your house or your life according to the, the mind of God, according to the direction of God. And whether you are 12 or 10 or 80, wisdom is still needed. Wisdom is not with the aged. No. Job's friend said that, that he thought that wisdom was, was, was with the great people and aged. said, no, wisdom is not with the aged. The fact that somebody is old doesn't mean the person is wise. Go to some beer bars and you see some old people, you know that wisdom is not with the aged. <coughs> but if you see a very old man, drunk, 70, lie on the floor, being taken from the gutter, that is more wisdom. They're old. But that doesn't mean they are wisdom. Wisdom is the spirit of God that we are allowed to work in us. The mind of God we are allowed to work in us. So whether you are 10 or 12 or 80 or 90, there's still wisdom that you need. You still need wisdom. And in fact, if you will grow old and you'll be strong and it will be right with you, even in your old age, you still need wisdom. Because the kind of lifestyle you should live when you are 20 it's not the same lifestyle you should be living at 70 or, or 80 or 60. I mean, you are 70 or you are 60 or maybe 50 or 50-something plus like me, and you decide to do sprints with the 24-year-olds. Oh, it will sprint you. You'll be sprinted. Amen. So there's the need for the application of wisdom for every season in life. Amen. And there are certain places I want to look at, I want us to look at where wisdom is concerned in our lives. Wisdom, number one, in our worship. Then second, wisdom in our life, our character, our attitudes. Amen. And the, the, the word of God just clicked in my spirit that if we look at the Ten Commandments, which sadly now many of us don't know, we realize that there's a tie right there that... The first bit is about our worship, okay? And the second bit is about our character, our attitude, our lifestyle. When we tie the two together, then our life is complete. In the Gospels in Mark chapter 12, 29 to 31, one Pharisee came to Jesus and asked him that, what is the greatest commandment of all, Lord? And he said it to him. So the first commandment of all commandments is this, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. Then he added, and the second is like unto the first, which is, thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. And he said, there's none other commandment greater than these. Matthew also says this same thing, but he ends by saying, on these two commandments hang all the law, and the prophets, as loving the Lord with all your heart, your strength and everything, and loving your neighbor as yourself. And so we see that if you get your worship right in life by wisdom, wisdom in worship, you get it right, your, your worship of God right, 
truly right, you also get relationships also right. Oh yes, you, you, you get it right. Amen. And when we talk about our worship of God, it, it, it should come or it should stem out of our love for God, the fear of God. And if I want to say the fear of God, we are not talking about fear as in terror, but the fear of God is to love God. Love God completely. And because you love him, you hate evil. And the Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When you fear God, when you love God and you hate evil, and you do the will of God, you will walk in wisdom. Because the ways of God are wisdom. And if you're walking in the ways of God, definitely, you cannot fail. You cannot fail. But the Bible says, but fools despise instruction and wisdom. A lot of people despise wisdom. If there's one thing people don't like in life, don't tell me what to do. People don't like to be told what to do because we are creatures of self-will. And when we start to learn how to surrender our will, first of all, to God, and to be se less self-willed, you realize things will get better. The reason why we don't see changes in our lives and oftentimes we don't listen to instruction and wisdom is because we want to do our will, which is always not the right thing. And I'm not saying do the will of somebody, but do the will of him who created you, the will of him who knows your end from your beginning, the will of him who holds the, the days of your life in his hands. His will is what we ought to do more than our will. So the fear of the Lord, the love of God, the absolute love of God and hatred of evil is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. And so when we fear God, we begin to worship God in spirit and in truth. Loving him, honoring him, obeying his commandment. You realize that you will walk in a certain path that, 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 that there's no law against. The Apostle Paul says that against the, the fruit of the spirit, there's no law against it. Amen. If you are walking in the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of love, kindness, peace, you know, what, what law is against it? There's no law against it. But the problem comes when we walk with God. We, we say we are walking with God, but we do not fear God. We don't fear God. Many people don't fear God. Christians don't fear God. Because we have this theory about the, the grace factor. But grace is not occasion to sin. Amen. No. We must fear God. Amen. We must love God to the point that we do not want to offend God. We want to do that which is right in the sight of God. Because the fear of God, Bible says, is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. And when we fear God, we will be able to get good understanding to live peaceable lives, righteous lives. That it, will be, it may be well with us. Hallelujah. And God has something against those who do not fear him. He said that if you say that I am your God, where is my fear? The many things that we do, the many decisions we take, the many things that we say. If we truly feared God, we wouldn't. And so God said, if you say that I am your God, Malachi 1.6, he said, a son dishonoreth his father, and a servant also dishonoreth his master. If then I be father, where is my honor? And if I be your master, your Lord, where is my fear? 
We don't fear God. And that is why we do everything and all that we want to do anyhow and anyway. And then when we have challenges, then we say, God, where are you, God? Why are you not listening to me? God is listening. But the sad thing is that we do not fear God enough to walk according to his wisdom. When we fear God, wisdom, that's the point where wisdom begins, and we obey his commandments, you realize that life can be easy. Things can be so straightforward. I was telling somebody that day, when you there are certain lies that you tell, and those lies, it's like when you have locked yourself in a room, I call it the lies without windows and doors. You tell a lie and there, there's no window and there's no door to jump out of when you're hot. Who has ever spoken such a lie before? Oh, you see before. Junior, God bless you. He lifted up his hand. And when you tell one lie, you have to tell another lie and another lie to come out another lie. And before you realize, you are locked in. Like when somebody's calling you and you say you're not in, or your son goes to tell the person, Mommy, see me, can't you say, Oh, you hot. But we must live life so that we live in the liberty, the freedom wherein Christ has made us free. Amen. For good emphasis, this one, I just want to read to you quickly the Ten Commandments because maybe we've forgotten. Covenant Sunday. Okay. He says, I'm the Lord your God which brought you from the land of Egypt out of the house of bondage. Number one, he said, you shall not have any other gods before me. Number two, he said, you shall not have any graven image or anything likewise in heaven above or in the earth beneath or in the water or under the earth. And you will not bow yourself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, I am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. And showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Three, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. I swear God. Oh don't do that. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. So six days you shall labor and do all your work. But in the seventh, the seventh is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. So you shall not work. You or your son or your daughter, your man servant, your maid servant. For God made the heavens and the earth in six days, and on the seventh he rested. He said, therefore, sanctify the seventh day. Hallow it. Like today, it's a Sabbath. We, we are hallowed unto God. It's a day of worship unto God. There is honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the earth which the Lord, your God, has given you. That's the only commandment that comes with that blessing attached to it. Honoring your father and your mother. Your father and your mother... Not unless you're a biological father or mother, but anyone that stands in authority over you as a parent. Parental authority. You shall not kill. Six. And kill, you can kill in so many ways. Not unless you put a gun or a knife to somebody's head. Some of the backbiting, some of the evil words we speak is like killing. Thou shalt not commit adultery. You are married, please stay in your bed. Your bed should be undefiled. Jumping from bed to bed. Serious. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against your name. And they're stealing. I always talk about even office pens and staplers. They're stealing. <laughs> office pen pins. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Ten, thou shalt not convert your neighbor's house, not convert your neighbor's wife, your neighbor's goods, your neighbor's car. You look at your neighbor's shoe. No. Don't convert. 
or anything that is your neighbor's. Be satisfied and content with what God has given you. Hallelujah. It's enough. Praise the Lord. And you can find this in Exodus chapter 20. You read from the, if I read from chapter, verse 1 to 17. Just mark it in your Bible. You go home, read it yourself. Amen. But these are the Ten Commandments. And if you look at the commandments as I just read them to you, you know, to the fourth is worship of God. The fifth down to the tenth is human relationship. That's why I said, if you get your worship right, if you love God, if you really love God and you are worshiping God, you will honor his word, number one. You honor the people that he has put over you. If you love God, you love other people who are also created in the image and the likeness of God. You won't kill anybody. You won't steal from somebody because of the fear of God. So it all ties in. Amen. If you get your worship right, you get your relationships right, and you have so much peace in life, and it shall be well with you. Amen. It shall be well with you. You see, wisdom is about fearing God. And a lot of us, we are using God. But we can't use God. It's God who has to use us. Most of the time, our prayers are, God, give me God, do this for me. And that's all it's about. But it's more than that. Wisdom will tell you that you walk with God in love to worship God, to hallow him, to revere him, to do his will. And as you do his will, he said, all these other things shall be added unto you. Everything else shall be added unto you. Because God is kind. God is not wicked. God is not me. He wants the best for you. Amen. But the thing is that we do not fear God. And because we do not fear God, we do not walk according to the wisdom of God. We don't listen. And we don't go according to the wisdom of God. And that's why we stumble. And that's why we fall. And we will shift the blame on Satan. Oh yes, as for Satan, he's there. He's ready. In fact, he wants you to stumble. So that he can get you. In fact, he will entice you to stumble. So that he can get you. So if you decide to be in partnership with him in disobedience to God, hooray, he would get you. But if you walk in obedience to the word of God, in the fear of God, he will try, but he will not prevail. Amen. Let, let's walk with God in, in obedience, total obedience. The king Saul was told by God to go and destroy a, a nation called the Amalekites. And God said to him, kill everything. Men, women, children, cow. Don't leave even one living thing because of what they had done against Israel. Saul went, killed everyone, and left one king. And he left sheep and cattle. And they brought them back to Israel. And God sent someone to him. And as soon as he said, oh, I've done everything God said I should, should do. They said, but what is this bleating of sheep and lower cows? I hear moo, I hear men. What is that? They said, oh, those, we left those to come and make a sacrifice unto God with them. Someone said, no, God didn't ask you for sacrifice. He said, kill everything. And he said to him that to obey is better than sacrifice. To obey God is better than to sacrifice. There's no sacrifice that you make to God. That comes before God as a sweet incense where there's no obedience. If you are not living in obedience, total obedience to God, all your sacrifice, yeah, kwa, yeah, be, we preaching, even I preaching, if I'm not obedient to God, it's in vain. So to obey is better than to sacrifice. 
And he says that, and to be stubborn, not to hear, not to listen, is like witchcraft. Akin to witchcraft. And for that reason, God took the kingship from the house of Saul. Tore the kingship from his house because he didn't obey God totally. There was partial obedience, but not total obedience. Church 2021, wisdom will tell us, let's walk in total obedience to God. Let's walk right with God. That it may be well with us. Love God completely. And when your love to, towards God and your obedience towards God is complete, you realize that your relationships with family, with friends, your work, and everything will just fall in line. Amen. When you love com God completely, you are, you are walking in the will of God, in the wisdom of God. The, the, the sins that will, will, will be, try to beset you, they will ha not have power over you. No, because nobody will deliberately go and take a glass of poison and drink. But where there's no wisdom, we drink water with drops of poison, and we think that it's just a drop of poison. But one drop of poison in a glass of water is enough to kill you. But wisdom will teach us the right way. And so for this year, 2021, seek wisdom. Every day, pray God, let me walk in wisdom. Let me live by wisdom. Let me live in your fear. Do what you want me to do. Let my heart be yielded to your will, your way, not what I want, not what I will. Because we have molded characters. You know, some of us, we are already, you know, like cutting cement, hard, unmovable, unshakable in our conviction. As for me, this is how I am. I'm not changing. As for me, but the thing is that the as for me has brought us certain results. This is what I think, I believe, I feel. Dangerous words. You felt like that for the past 30 years of your life. Where has it got to me to? You have believed that same thing for the past 40 years of your life. Where has it gotten you to? You have done the same thing for the past 60, 70 years of your life. This is your result. Is that how you want it to continue? Yes, no. It's a simple thing. The choice, once again, is ours. Let's make wisdom choices. Wisdom is not with the aged. Wisdom is not with the great. Wisdom is not in copying others. Wisdom is not in following people on Insta or Facebook or all the grams. That is not wisdom. These days, the young people, I feel so sad because they are following people who are not even following anything. And they are following it. They are following people because of their shoes. How intelligent is that? Follow people because of the addressing. How intelligent is that? Clothes can be bought in shops. Today you are 20 or 19 or 18. It looks so, give yourself 10 years, those clothes are rubbish. I remember when we were young, I know a lady. She bought so many shoes, she got, she didn't buy. The source, I even say it is terrible. More than 100 shoes. Hmm? And I kept on telling that person that, you know, these shoes, once you wear them, the first day you put your feet in them, and you're burning away. It loses its value. But we are following people because of things that lose value. Follow Jesus. <laughs> Follow the word. 
Follow that which is right, that which is pure. And people don't want to listen to good things. No, these days, in fact, sometimes it amazes me. The followers, people who come to sit on um, social media and diss people. They call it dissing, right? The Dobia Tamsa and they follow millions of followers. That's are people serious. And you see somebody else also giving practical, you know, good things for life building up, and you have three people. Let me see here. We are four people. And when we look at all these things, we see the, the trend and is getting more and more dangerous. The world is getting more and more dangerous. I feel so sorry for our youth. I cry about our youth because they are in a very hard place. Values, no values, no moral values, no spiritual values. They believe anything and everything but the right thing. The youth in this church, those listening online, listen, change your following. Go and unfollow all those funny people you follow. Unfollow them. And see whether by a year, by this time, you'll not be smarter. When was the last time you, you got a book and read it from page one to the last page? But you follow. Follow and follow and follow. No time to read. No wonder you, I mean, no wonder these days people don't know anything. The youth, are we here? Are we here? What did I say? Go and unfollow some people. Go and unfollow them. They are not worth your salt. They are not worth your following. You are better than that. Cleverer than that. Child of God. Come on. The spirit in you is an excellent spirit. Improve upon yourself. Think deep. You see, because after you follow all these people, in about five years' time, you see those who didn't follow all these rubbish things. You see them ahead of you. And you can't catch up in the years. It's gone. Choices. I said wisdom is not in age. It's not in fashion or people who are... No. I'm fashionable. I love to be fashionable. But I'm not following people because of fashion. No. Wisdom is by the Spirit of God. And so, let us not deceive ourselves with all these things around us. But let's, let's not be also self-willed, self-conceited, what I want, and think that what you are doing is right. Sometimes you know it's wrong, but you want to do it. Change. Because it's bringing you trouble. Or if it hasn't yet brought you trouble, it will bring you trouble. It's just ahead of you. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Amen. But rather, let's follow the leadings of the Spirit of God, not being wise in our own sight, but being wise in the power of the wisdom of God who will teach us the word of God. This is the way, walk in it. Let's live in wisdom. Decide today that this year I'm going to live with wisdom. Amen. James 3, I think that will be my final scripture, 13 to 18. He said, who is a wise man and who has knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and strife in your heart, glory not and lie not against the truth. So this wisdom descended not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. So we have two kinds of wisdom. Earthly wisdom, which James says is earthly, fleshly, sensual, devilish. And then we have 
the heavenly wisdom which is peaceable, which is pure, amen, and easily entreated, full of mercy and good fruits. And we see it in lives. Somebody can look at your life and see whether you're walking in the wisdom of this world or the wisdom of God. But it's not about what somebody sees, it's the result that that wisdom will bring to you. If you live by earthly wisdom, you will fail. You will crash. You are going nowhere and very slowly too. But if you walk according to the wisdom of God, you will increase. You will grow. You will flourish. It shall be well with you. You will live long. You will prosper. Hallelujah. Amen. God has called us unto prosperity, not unto destruction. But the wisdom choices that we make will determine where we get to. If there's anything you want to do this year, seek God and seek his wisdom. Yeah, for those of you who have come to church first Sunday, and this will be the last church service of the next year, go and think about it. Change it. You try six months. Read your Bible. Pray. Obey it. Worship. And see the difference. If your, your, your character itself will start changing. When you find yourself becoming more evil and more destructive, you realize that something is missing. The spirit of wisdom is gone out of you. But this is a new year. It's a good year. We will make wisdom choices. And wisdom will keep us. We will build our lives by wisdom. We will build our families by wisdom. We will build our homes by wisdom. We will build our businesses, our works by wisdom. We will build our life. The youth we will increase by wisdom. Your A stars are coming. Instead of F poetry and F in chains. You have a new F poetry. F, 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 F. Call it F in chains. This I don't know whether you still have F in chains. All that will give way to A, A, A pluses. Because you are walking in the wisdom of God. May wisdom lead us this year. May the wisdom, the mind of God guide us. May we draw closer to God. Fear him and love him with all our hearts. And love others. And do that which is right in the sight of God. The blessing of the Lord be upon your lives. And upon your families. And upon your homes. Amen. And may it be well with all of us. The year by this time, when we gather again, we'll not be talking about wisdom because wisdom will be coming out of every part of our lives. The wisdom will be manifesting everything that we are and everything that we do. The Lord bless us all. Amen. You want to rise up on your feet this morning and lift up your two hands unto God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I pray this morning that may a sense of peace, God's peace come into your heart. God's peace come upon your life as you decide to embrace wisdom. Confusion, stress, distress, unhappiness, fear, terror, uncertainties. Leave this morning because you have decided that you're going to embrace wisdom and that wisdom will help you. That wisdom will make way for you. That wisdom will show you the right path to walk in. That wisdom will open new doors for you. That wisdom will bring establishment. By that wisdom, you will make your wars. You will win battles, spiritual battles, physical battles by that wisdom. You will outwit the enemy by that, that wisdom. Your life, you, you will be healthy by that wisdom. Because wisdom will show you what to do with your body, your mind. Wisdom. This morning, Holy Spirit. Some, let me just call the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of power, and the spirit of the fear of God. 
this morning, Spirit of God, fill me. I need you. I want wisdom. Give me wisdom. Give me the wisdom of God. Let me build my life. Let my life be changed. Let my life be renewed. Let my life be transformed. Let my life be refreshed. Cause my life to flourish. Lord, I need your wisdom. Pray after me to build my family. Build up my home. Build up my, my marriage. Build up my children. Build up my relationship. Lord, give me wisdom to bring restoration of joy, of peace, and gladness to my life. Give me wisdom, Lord. In my work, show me the paths of wealth creation. Show me, Lord, what to do with what you have given me. Show me what to do. Even what I don't have, make way for me by your wisdom. I need your wisdom. Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, I need your wisdom. Everybody pray this morning. Pray for wisdom. And as you pray for wisdom for yourself, pray for wisdom for your family. Every child, every brother, sister, pray may God grant us all wisdom. The wisdom of God. Jesus, this morning we thank you. I will say Jesus himself, he grew in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God, and in favor with men. Jesus, this morning we pray for everybody, pray for wisdom. Pray God give me wisdom. Mama my brother born in yesterday I feel true mu. Rade Pray, pray. May God give you power to change your choices today. Change your, your choices in everything that didn't go right. Make a new choice today. Make a choice today. I choose wisdom. I walk in your will, O God. I walk in your wisdom. Everybody pray. When I pray the Lord descend upon our hearts and upon our minds. Fill us, O God with your spirit, the spirit of wisdom and knowledge and revelation. Help us, oh God, not to walk in the counsel of our own conceits and our wills and our desires. But Lord, help us to walk according to your will, according to your direction, according to your wisdom that it may be well with us and with our generations. Holy Spirit, fill us. Fill every hand. Fill every life that is here this morning, and even online, those whose hands are lifted up. Let your Holy Spirit come upon us, Lord. Change our thinking, our thought patterns. Change our desires, oh God. 
grant us the grace to walk in the fullness of your will for us that it may be well with us in the mighty name of Jesus touch every life this morning Holy Spirit by your power and by your might give us that transformational power within the strength to resist the workings of the enemy to draw us down and to destroy our lives help everyone here my God to break free of every bondage and every entanglement of darkness that holds our lives in bondage in the name of Jesus this morning I pray your deliverance for every man, every woman every child under the sound of my voice deliver your people oh God from every assignment of the enemy to destroy for these ones have been bought and have been redeemed by that precious blood that was shed on Calvary's cross this morning I pray my God that by wisdom establish your people oh God by wisdom let their lives be built up by wisdom oh God let them live by wisdom let them live and not die by wisdom, oh God, let them progress in life. By wisdom, oh God, let their lives be filled with all your goodness. Let their lives flourish. For your word declares that the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. I pray that, Lord, let your people flourish in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Kofi.